Hello and welcome back, Giants fans, to Blue Rush, our New York Giants podcast from the New York Post. We're back for another season of the program, getting you ready for the 2022 Giants season. And of course, week one as the Giants head to Tennessee to take on the Titans. I'm the Father Jake Brown, and your host of Blue Rush this season are back with another new co-host, Brandon London, former Giants receiver and Super Bowl champion, will anchor the Blue Rush program. Of course, join alongside your favorites. That's two-time Super Bowl champion kicker, the Scotsman, Lawrence Tynes, and Giants beat writer for the New York Post, Paul Schwartz. You'll hear all three guys on the program every Monday morning. The post-game shows will drop And every Thursday, the preview shows will drop. Now, the preview shows will be a little bit different. We'll also feature opposing beat writers. We'll feature one-on-ones with former Giants and current Giant players and other special guests as well. So stay tuned for that. Subscribe on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever you get podcasts. Just search for Blue Rush. And also subscribe to the New York Post Sports YouTube page to get all video clips from the show. On this week one in season preview edition, of the program. Brandon London will sit down with Paul Schwartz to talk about this Giants new look offense and get you ready for Giants Titans. And speaking of the Titans, ESPN Titans reporter Teron Davenport will join Brandon. And then Brandon is joined by another Brandon. That's two-time Super Bowl champion running back, a fan favorite, and a friend of the program. Brandon Jacobs will stop by and they'll close the show with Tynesy getting you ready for the Giants week one matchup. A lot of guests, a lot of new elements, a lot of fun new things coming to you on this season of the Blue Rush podcast. And it's all coming up next on Blue Rush from the New York Post. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Big Blue! The time is now. The Giants open their season on the road against the Titans in the first game since January 9th. A lot has changed in East Rutherford. New GM, new head coach, and a new sense of hope for Big Blue. In this week's Big Blue preview, we're going to break down the week one matchup, get to know our opponent, and get familiar with who could potentially be this week's Giants killer. But first, let's kick things off with an offensive overview with Giants beat writer Paul Schwartz. It's week one, Giants-Titans. I got my guy on the line, New York Post Giants beat writer, Paul Schwartz. Paul, let's break this thing down, man, because the time is here. Giants fans can no longer uh, uh, go crazy on Twitter. Like, they need to do this. They need The time is here. The Brian Dable, uh, Mike Kafka, Wink Martindale era is finally here. What are you excited about most going into this week one matchup against the Titans? 
Well, first of all, I think Giants fans are not going to stop tweeting. I mean, <laughs> I know what you mean. Yes, they, they, they love it in training camp. They love the preseason. And then you think, OK, the season starts. Let's get down to business. And then, you know, one, three and out and the tweeting starts and all that stuff. Oh, Brandon, I thought we this was going to be like a, a Chelsea live segment. We're going to talk about sacking the manager. No, that, that's not what we're talking about today. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm Giants blue. I'm Chelsea blue and I'm blue because Thomas Tuchel is no longer the manager at Chelsea. But yes. I mean, look, look, look. Uh, we we've seen coaches be sacked when it comes when it comes to uh, Giants football. Yeah, yeah. Ryan Dable. you're we've, right. You're right. <laughs> we've we've seen enough. We've seen enough of coaches be sacked. So I'm you're trying right. to stay on the positive going into the season this year. Brian Dable. I mean, I think here's here's what I'm excited about most, Paul. Obviously, yeah. being a former receiver, I want to see this offense opened up. You know, the Titans are without Harold Landry. He, uh, I mean, you look at what he did last year, double-digit sacks. He was a menace. He was a force on that defensive line. It, it doesn't matter to me. It, I really don't care who the Titans line up. I want to see why Brian Dable made Josh Allen so successful these last couple of years. Why Stephon Diggs got paid, got paid up in Buffalo I want to see if he can do that with Daniel Jones and a guy like Kadarius Toney or a Kenny Galladay. I want this offense opened up. I remember remember back in uh, minicamp when we were doing the, the post-game practice report and everyone was just in awe when we saw Saquon just motion out of the backfield. And we were like, oh, my gosh, like this guy's going to be awesome on Madden right. because You're it's a new offense. Right. Yeah. I, I can't wait to see it all put in place against another team where it's, it matters and now is the time. I think Giants fans have been have been waiting for a glimpse of some sort of modern offense for a long time. And we finally get to see it on Sunday. Well, the thing is, is that we didn't see it in the summer. Right. You know, sometimes yeah. you get glimpses in the summer. You know, we really didn't even see it in training camp. You know, usually you say, oh, in training camp, there's a few plays where you say, OK, that's what they're trying to do here. We haven't even seen that. Yeah. Darius Tony wasn't on the field much. Um you know, Kenny Galladay was on the field, but really wasn't engaged much. Um, you know, Wandale Robinson is a rookie. And, you know, you see some of this stuff in training camp. You see none of it in the preseason games. You see none of it. So, yes, I agree with you that I think on Sunday, look, I'm not saying they're going to score 30 points, but we are going to get a much better vision of what Brian Dable views this offense as. I think there's going to be a lot of wrinkles that we maybe didn't expect. Uh, you know, a guy even like Matt Breida, you know, the, the backup yeah, running yeah, back. Yeah. I think they're going to throw the ball downfield to this guy on a, you know, on a swing route or something like that, at least once in this game. So, you know, my takeaways, number one is, you know, we got in the locker room for the first time in more than two years this week. Yep. Okay. So I never was in a locker room with guys like Andrew Thomas, certainly not with Kadarius Tony. And my feeling and my sense of Kadarius Tony is much greater now than it was three days ago before I got in the locker room where it was on zoom and it was contentious and, you know, and he was hurt and we were talking about injuries and things, him just sitting in his locker, calm cameras off and just chatting gives me a good feeling that this guy's head is on straight, that he is ready to be an NFL player and be a former, you know, be a first round pick. So that may be more than anything on the field. I am looking forward to seeing Daniel Jones, Throw the ball to Kadarius Tony on Sunday and seeing what happens there. I can't. I mean, Giants Twitter. We need. We're going to cut that and we're going to pump that out to Giants Twitter for all right. the people who is like, oh no, right. this guy wants to win a Grammy. He wants to be the the rapper of the year with Jay Z. No, he is locked in and he is ready for the football season. You talk about that engagement when it comes to uh, a Kenny Galladay. Last year he didn't practice that much because of the injuries. 
This year yeah. in training camp, people were wondering, hey, look, is, is this guy, he's not going up for the ball. This guy's not, it doesn't look like Daniel Jones and Kenny Galladay are, are synced. But towards the end of preseason in the camp, like at the J- Jets-Giants joint practice, started making plays, was going up for the balls. Now, for the same thing, last year, you weren't a, couldn't be around him that much. But this year, you got to be around Kenny Galladay. And not to keep continue to jump on and talk about Kenny Galladay, but they paid him a lot of money. What are your feelings on him from comparing his demeanor or what you saw from him last year to this year going into week one? Yeah, probably not as positive, certainly, at this point. I mean, we got Kenny Galladay in the locker room um, this week, and I asked him directly, I said, are you excited? Are you excited for this season? Because, you know, you're, you see him, Brandon. He doesn't always seem excited about things, you know what I mean? And you can be very businesslike and go about your job, but he hasn't been productive. He doesn't seem very engaged to me. I said, are you excited for the season? He said, yes. And I said, how does that, you know, it, you don't always show it. And he looked right at me, you know, and he's a lot taller than me, and looked down at me and said, well, what am I supposed to do? You know, what? how am I supposed to look? And I said, you're just supposed to look like yourself. You know, it just doesn't always come across that way. He says he's excited. Um, then the conversation ended pretty quickly after that. So, um, look, we'll see. Look, the thing about Kenny Galladay and comparing him to Kadarius Tony is Kenny Galladay has a body of work in this league, right? He has been a two-time thousand-yard receiver. Uh, he's supposed to be above making a few plays in training camp. Now, maybe when the lights go on Sunday – you know, in Nashville, he has a big game. If he does, God bless him. You know, I'll be glad to write about it. It's just, I don't see that from him right now. What, here's what I would say, Brandon, about Kenny Galloway. There's more to him than this, right? We've seen it in the NFL. There is more than that 37-catch guy last year who didn't have any touchdowns, who doesn't look particularly engaged in the summer. There's more than that. We've seen it in the NFL. So, um that's one of Brian Dayball and Mike Kafka's tasks is to bring that out of them because there's something there. It may not be $72 million worth, but there's something there they need to bring out. Look, we're all waiting for this offense. Um, it has to be you know, better, and I think it will be better because I think the offensive line is better. I really do. Yeah, and going into this new year, I'm, Kenny Galladay, to me, I'm giving him – it's, 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 a, it's a year to a proven year. Show what you can do because, like you say, he has a body of work. And one thing that I've noticed with my time in the NFL is some guys, they won't talk to you. Some guys, they're not going to do the social media. They're not going to tap dance for the media to try and sell records or try and, you know, try and market themselves outside of their body of work on the football field. And I remember Emmanuel Sanders just retired today as we're shooting this. He, yeah. I remember one day he said, if you're going to go out and ball – you're going to go out and ball. And that's how I look at it. Some guys aren't practice guys. They're not the rah-rah guys. But when they step between those lines, they put on the show. And that's what he has the opportunity to do this year, to get everyone off his back yep. and to show that he belongs not only in with the Giants, but just in the NFL. Like you say, he has a body of work. But I want to talk. Let's, let's move on. Stay in this offense. Obviously, stay in this passing game. One thing that for, for Eli Manning, always had a tight end. Jeremy Shockey, 6'7", Kevin Balls. I mean, you just go down the line. Giants have always had a tie-in. That's a question mark going into this year. Daniel Bellinger, as a rookie, slated to be the starter. He's got sure hands. He's got great hands. But is he going to be that playmaker in that Giants offense? I don't know. What is Mike Kafka going to do? How are we going to use those tight ends is, is, is what people are wondering. What are your thoughts on the tight end H-back position? Well, you know, Brian Dable in Buffalo did not use a lot of two tight end sets, you know. I mean, 
You know how many are in that room? I, I actually talked to Daniel Bellinger the other day. His locker is all the way at the end. You know, Brandon, you know the Giants locker room. Yeah. It's past where Eli Manning was. So it's way in the corner, kind of like where um, I guess the kickers or the punter used to be. Where, where Diossi, yep. he's got yep. the locker Diossi, right yeah. here where Zach Diossi is. So I said, man, you're 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 in like, uh, I don't know if this is the, the end of the beginning. He said, well, I like it because I can get out and get to the food fast. So I said, <laughs> okay, you've already got some veteran savvy because you know you're in a nice quiet spot where you can get to the food. But this might be a little bit too much too soon. You know, this is a guy who caught, you know, what, 65, 68 passes at San Diego State. They didn't use him a lot. Now, I liked him this summer. He didn't get hurt. You know, you know, Brandon, rookies, they hit, they get a little hamstring, they get a little calf, they get a little ankle, they miss time, it sets them back. This guy didn't miss time. He is big, he's statuesque, he looks like a Giants tight end. But they, you know, they got Ricky uh, uh, Ricky Seals-Jones, um, Jordan Aikens, you know, they brought in guys to be the veteran, to kind of shepherd Bellinger through this as a rookie. And they're not here, so he is the number one guy. And, you know, that's rough. You know, you know that that is rough. Um, I think he has a role. I think he'll catch some passage. He's, he's big enough to block. Um, I don't think they're going to have him do a lot of heavy duty inline blocking, you know, one-on-one situations, but um, you know, quite frankly, you know, if you're a fantasy football guy, you know, I don't know if you're going to activate giants tight ends this year, because <laughs> at this point, you know, I, I just, I just don't, you know, I don't think Dable is going to throw to them a lot. They're not going to have two guys on the field a lot. Um, you know, Chris Myrick was a tight end last year. He's listed as a fullback now and an H-back. So he's not really going to be an inline blocker. I don't think either. So look, there's different ways to, to do it. I think he's going to have a lot of, a lot of three wides, a lot of four wides, a lot of empty sets, you know, Saquon, as you said, is going to be split wide. Wandale Robinson is going to be all over the place. I mean, what is the over under on jet sweeps and, um, you know, wide receiver screens for Wandale Robinson in week one, three, something like that. I mean, you know, they're going to try to get the ball in his hands. So, um, you know, Sterling Shepard is back and, He's kind of a guy it's easy to forget because he, you know, hasn't been around because he's been hurt a lot, but he's looked good. Now, I don't think he can take 60 snaps in this game, but, you know, picking and choosing in his first game coming back from an Achilles, um, there are some weapons. Uh, the offensive line, as I said, is better. Uh, look, just run behind Evan Neal, okay, really. Just run a few plays behind Evan Neal and, and test that Titans defense because, um, you know, it will be a successful formula. I'll tell you that much. Look, I love tight ends, but you had me at 3-4 wide. I heard 3-4 wide. I was like, my birthday's next month, Paul. All right, yeah. we're going to get into what we call Paul predictions. This is Paul's yeah. predictions. Paul, I'm going to give you a number. Uh, uh, it's going to be such-and-such such player over, under, such-and-such such yards or whatever, or, or sacks. I want you to go over, under, and really quick why yeah. that player will hit that. All right, Daniel Jones, 225 passing yards. Go. Over. Giants because, because, well, I'll, 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 because um, I don't think they'll have a lead. They're going to have to throw the ball. Giants defense, 1.5 turnovers. Under. Because, um, you, know, I, you know, where are the big playmakers on defense right now? You know, I don't know where they are. Don't forget, Kayvon Thibodeau and Aziz Ojolari are most likely not going to play. I don't know who's going to knock the ball away. Saquon Barkley, 125 total yards. To- over. To- total, yes. I like the total. If you say rushing yards, I say under. Total yards, they'll throw the ball to him. And like I said, when you when you um maybe are trailing in the game, you know, he's gonna he should have 50, 60 yards in receiving. You know, they'll throw some screens to him. He'll get some dump offs. Yeah, yeah, I like that number. Kadarius Tony, 70 yards receiving. Mm-hmm. Boy, I, I just talked up Kadarius Tony so much. Um, I'm gonna go under. I mean, I think they'll spread the ball around. That's a good number for him. I'll, I'll go under, but I wouldn't be surprised if it's over. You know, look, two catches, he can get, he can get 50, 60 yards. You know, I, look, we're waiting to see what he did in Dallas, right, in New Orleans. 
get the ball, put your foot in the ground and go. We think he's special there. As long as he puts his foot in the ground, he gets back up and doesn't get hurt. That's the main thing. Kenny Galladay, 4.5 catches. I'm going under. I'm going under until I see it. Like you said, if you're going to ball, you're going to ball, right? Until he balls, I'm not going to believe it. So I'll go under. Giants defense, 2.5 sacks. Under, under. Where they come now, 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 they're not going to run the. They're not going to probably you know pass the ball that much with Tannehill. You know they're going to you know Derrick Henry. I'm sure you got a Derrick Henry one in there. I'm going to say under. Like I said, their sack guys are not there. Wink can scheme up all he wants, but he can't you know manufacture sacks if they're not there. Paul, thanks for joining us. What about we, Derrick we, Henry? We got to do a Derrick Henry over. Oh, overnight. you want a Derrick Henry? Yeah, come on. Derrick Henry, 100 yards rushing. Uh, uh, I'll go over. Uh, you you got to go higher than 100. Uh, yeah. I thought you were going to say 200. Wink Martindale called him King Henry. He said he sits on the Iron Throne, right? You know, I don't know if you're a Game of Thrones fan, but, you know, the, 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 the person who sits on the Iron Throne doesn't always have a lot of success. So maybe they can knock King Henry off that throne. Well, it looks like the Giants are going to go into the House of Dragons on Sunday, 425 p.m. Pretty against nice. the Titans. Thanks for joining us, Paul. Thanks, Brandon. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Paul's been doing a great job covering not only the new Giants offense, but just this new team in general. A lot of new faces, a lot of new working parts. And when learning a new playbook, Coach Coughlin used to say, know and know you know. Well, that goes for who you're playing against as well. ESPN Titans reporter Teron Davenport breaks down the Titans personnel and this week's Know Your Enemy. So let's get into these storylines heading into week one. Thank you for joining us. Uh, both the Giants and Titans are debuting new offenses. All eyes are on Titans OC Todd Downing and running back Derrick Henry against Wink Martindale's run defense. So which team wins that matchup and why? Yeah, that's a good question. And for me, it's all about the site adjustments because, you know, Wink Martindale, he likes to bring the house overload blitzes. You never know who's coming. I think the Titans win that adjustment for one reason. There's a guy from UCLA by the name of Kyle Phillips who will work the slot, and he's able to get open quickly. And I, I think he's going to be someone that Tannehill will go to in those blitz situations. All right, but let's flip it. Uh, it's head coach Brian Dable's offense on paper, but he announced that new offense coordinator Mike Kafka will call plays. All eyes are on Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley against the Titans' defense. Who has a stronger unit and why? Yeah, that's a good question because with Harold Landry going down, you have to rely on Bud Dupree. Uh, they're going to have to manufacture blitzes or pressure rather a little bit more as opposed to winning with that front four. So I'm going to go with the uncertainty, with the unknown, and that's the Giants offense. I really like Kadarius Tony. I like Wondell Robinson. And you look at what Mike Kafka was able to help do it get Tyreek Hill open and, and in good situations at Kansas City. And then Brian Dabble, as you mentioned, from Buffalo, being able to do things with Stephon Diggs. I think Tony is going to be a big factor in this game. And he's someone, uh, along with Saquon Barkley, so I, I give the edge to the Giants in that one. 
Yeah, a lot of fans are excited about what Coach Dable did with Stephon Diggs, but more importantly, what he did with Josh Allen. They're hoping Daniel Jones can reach that type of success as, a, as well. So a familiar face, Dory Jackson, makes his return to Tennessee. He and Robert Woods are boys, and people have questioned both the Titans receivers and the Giants DBs heading out of preseason. So how do you see this matchup going down? Yeah, I talked to Woods about that on Monday. They both went to the same high school. Dory came out afterwards, did Juniper O'Sara. And he's looking forward to that matchup. I think the advantage is with the Titans. And I, I like Robert Woods, but also you look at, I mentioned Phillips, and Traylon Burks is a rookie that they're looking to, to really step up and kind of help fill that void from A.J. Brown, especially from a yards-after-catch perspective. He's big. He's agile. He's the type of uh, receiver that corners will, will bounce off of, and he has the speed to run away from defenses. So I think the advantage is going to be with the, the Titans. I also add in a couple things from the, the tight end perspective, Chigakonkwo, as well as um, Austin Hooper uh, working the slot. I think that's going to help them as well. Yeah, a lot of people have that Aaron Robinson versus Traylon Burks uh, matchup circle to see who wins that one. But so in your opinion, what do the Giants have to do to beat the Titans? I think they have to get that. Well, they have to do two things um, defensively, right? They do a really good job. At least Wink Martindale in the past has done a good job of run blitzing, right? You have those guys come up and, and they, they mug those gaps and they're able to maintain that. And the last time the Ravens faced the Titans, they were able to, to corral Derrick Henry. So obviously different personnel, but they're going to have to figure out a way to whether it's stacking a box or doing something to slow Derrick Henry down. But they also have to get pressure on Tannehill quickly. Uh, rookie right tackle and Nicholas petit Ferrer. you have a first-year starter at left guard. They have to be able to attack those guys and find ways to get to Tannehill, force him to make an errant throw, an interception, or some something like that. So I think that's what they have to do defensively. Offensively, it's all about Saquon Barkley, Kadarius Toney. And as you mentioned with Daniel Jones, he has that advantage in that he's one of the better rushing quarterbacks in the league. So he makes it 11-on-11 football. If you go man defense, back to the line of scrimmage, back to the quarterback, rather, uh, he can find a crease and, and make things happen, especially on third and long. So those are some of the factors, in my opinion. Giants fans, did you hear what I heard in that interview? So he's saying there's a chance. But every week in the NFL, there's at least one weapon on each team that could single-handedly put up numbers and beat the Giants. We're going to call him a giant killer. Last season, Derrick Henry picked up an injury which forced him to only play eight games. But during that time, he still got over 900 yards rushing and 10 touchdowns. Wink and the Giants defense are sure to have their hands full on Sunday. So how will the Giants defense stop a big back like Derrick Henry? But don't ask me. Let's talk to a big back himself. Former Giants running back, Brandon Jacobs. It's all hands on deck if the Giants defense wants to stop Titans running back Derrick Henry on Sunday. And Saquon Barkley is primed for a big year. Former Giants running back Brandon Jacobs is here to break down the battle of the backs. I should have said the battle of the big backs because you're the original big back. I mean, Giants fans remember when you ran over LeRon Landry and Derrick Henry is like the new generational clone of you. So how does the Giants defense stop or slow him down? Well, you know, with me not being in the locker room, you know, with the Giants, knowing their mentality and, you know, like how they think, you know, uh, the defense I played with, that was a part of my team, they're coming up and they're hitting. 
they come and bring the wood. It doesn't matter who it was running the ball. Like, but right now, you know, I think the Giants have a great opportunity to make a mark. You know, um, you know, first week of the season, they got Derrick Henry. He's coming in. He was uh, a 2,000-yard rusher a couple years ago, got hurt last year, still ran the hell out of the football last year as well. So, they, you know, they got to be challenged, and, and they could be the first team uh, in this 2022 season to slow Derrick Henry down or possibly stop him. But I think they got a man now. You know, it's all, you know, it's all about your mentality going into it. So it's basically a statement game or early statement game for Wink Martindale's defense when going up against Derrick Henry. If you see him in the open field, though, are you going high or are you going low? Well, I'm, I'm coming trying. I'm his size. <laughs> We're coming. You know? I'm just trying to get in and bring it to him. That's it. And even smaller guys like Laurent Landry, he was smaller. You know, those guys then were smaller than I was, but they still came up. Like these highlights that we were talking about wouldn't happen if they didn't have the courage to come and the mentality to come try me, you know? And that's why these highlights last. And that's why you see them. You know, you, with Derrick Henry nowadays, I just see him stiff-arming people, throwing them out of the way like they're not even there. I don't think back then in my era when I played, it would have been that easy. All right, so basically what you're saying is don't be scared. Don't be scared. So let's talk about Saquon. He's looked good in this new offense throughout the spring and the preseason, but he's kind of going through something similar to what you went through in the offseason of 2011, working to shut up all that outside ch chatter. So what advice would you give to 2-6 heading into this season opener? Just focus. You know, uh, one thing about it, and I've seen guys go through this, and um, come through, he got injured two, you know, two years in a row. Um... That's on his mind. Will I make it through healthy? Uh, so he's worried. He's probably worried about in his mind battling with the you know, an injury and coming up for his opportunity where he can make some money. You know, I would tell uh, Saquon Barkley to just go play football. You know, and whatever's going to happen is going to happen. You know, uh, I think he, I, I think he's had plenty of success. He looks great uh, this season. I had a chance to sit down and talk with him. Um, it was during camp. And, you know, I asked him, you know, Park, so what did you do differently this offseason than you, you know, have done in the past? He said, well, I didn't train as much. I didn't do as much, you know, as I, you know, as I previously was doing. I'm like, you know what? I said that right after you went down the second time. I said, I don't think Barkley giving his body enough time to rest, you know, and, and to hear him say that, I'm like, you know, that's exactly what I thought. Like, I trained nowhere near as hard as these guys are training right now. And I'm being honest, like, to us, you go run some gassers, you know, you go run 10, you know, gassers, lift weights, and you're done for the day. Like, these guys are doing all kinds of different things, you know, and as it helps them out, it's really hard on them as well. You know, and I watch guys, you know, like guys running up hills, and like Derrick Henry runs up hills with a weight vest on, pulling somebody. I'm like, man, I didn't do that type of stuff. I'm being honest, you know. So he said he did a, a little less training um, this season than he's done in the past. So hoping that that can be, you know, a, a difference. But he got to go out and play and, and not worry about it. And I think he'll have a good season. You know, my concerns is that he's staying with the Giants. That's my concern. I would love to see Barkley be a, a giant all the way, you know, until he's done, you know, so that's my worry. But I'm glad you broke that down for us. I mean, we're talking about that body and training. It sounds like less is more. 
in a sense, you know, like it's, it doesn't make you lazy. It doesn't mean that you're not grinding. It just means that you're giving your body a chance to rest. So let's move on to the, the running backs, the, the overall backfield. We all know in the NFL, you got to have a two headed monster. We all know about the RB ones in this games, but their backups, Dontrell Hilliard and Matt Breida will have to make some plays for their teams as well. Which team has the stronger backfield and why? New York football giants, because we, because we have seen uh, Matt Breida do it. Like we have seen him do it. You know, when he was in Buffalo, he had a, you know, I thought he ran the ball, way, you know, great there. Um, I think, I think that's a, uh, an area of the game we win. It's the running back, you know, overall running back, you know, just due to your backups. I love it. I love it, big bro. You still looking good. You sure you want to suit up on Sunday? Uh, you know, be London, you know, I, I went through something where I was going to try that. And training every day, trying to get ready to do that. That is not the move. I got like <laughs> trying to fall back in and assume your place in life. Because <laughs> that's not it. Hey, less is more. Less is more. But I appreciate you, know? you joining us today. It's no secret. Tate Crowder, Xavier McKinney, and that Giants defense is going to have their hands full week one. But it's not like it can't be done. I mean, look, it is week one. Every team in the NFL is 0-0. The game plans are in, and each player and each team gets a chance to write their story. So what's it like going into a new season? Let's chat with my favorite kicker, two-time Super Bowl champ, Lawrence Tynes, for what we like to call story time. Gather around, kiddos. It's story times. Let's get my guy up on this two screen, on this two box right here. There he goes. The two look, at box. Those, look at those with those two look Super those Bowl trophies. championships in the back. I love it. Two box, two trophies, two chains. But it is two week chains. one, times. It is week one, man. Like it's for Let's every go. every football player out there in the NFL, every team out there. It's time for them to write their story. Give us stories. Give us stories of week one going man. in. Well, Brandon, as you know, nobody's out of it in week one. Everybody's got optimism, um, excitement, new players, rookies. I mean, I bet they can't even sleep the night before the game. But um, And the Giants, as Giants fans, should all be excited. A new regime. Obviously, we're excited to see what they look like against the Titans. But a very, very tough game for them right out of the gate, uh, if I'm being honest. I mean, that's a tough matchup for them. But that... You know, that shouldn't – you think that matchup, you think that's going to detour Giants fans for really coming on board? I mean, just look at it. You've been part of bad teams that it's like, yeah. all right, it's game one, new slate. Like, we, we got to go out and win. Like, how much pressure do you think these guys are, are going through? What's going through their heads right now? You know, it, not a lot. I mean, I, I, it's week one, right? They got a new staff. They believe in them. They've got some new players, some new toys, if you will. Um Giants fans should be excited. Uh, The way they looked in the preseason is not a real big indicator of how some teams look in the regular season. But I'll tell you what, they really looked like a team that knew what they were doing, and that hasn't always been the case in the last three or four years, as you know. They moved the football, the twos and threes. When you see the twos and threes moving the football like they did offensively, um, obviously you can't get any worse than that offense Jason Garrett had. I mean, uh, so – you know, I'm really looking forward to watching them. I'm excited. You know, I'm really excited for Daniel Jones and Saquon and some of these these guys on offense. I do worry about Galladay. I don't know what his deal is. Um, is he hurt? Is he slowing down? I, I just don't know. He doesn't. He didn't show us anything in the preseason. But that could all be erased, right? For with a big week one. 
Well, I talked to Paul about that, you know, and, and we've seen some of those players that didn't practice all week or weren't practice players but went out and balled between the lines when it was time. So you think he could be you think he could be one of those guys? I mean, like you said, Jason Garrett's offense was nothing. It's it's a new year. So yeah. it, you, you think it could just be one of those things? He's just not a practice player. He's had 1,000 yards of receivers. I mean, 1,000-yard seasons. So you know what I'm saying? Like, it could, yeah. if he just balls this year, it, is this just one of those things where it's like, all right, everybody shut up. Let the man do what he yeah. does. Yeah, I, I, can, I agree with that. I, I think some guys can turn it off and turn it on. Um, you know, Plaxico, if I think back to him, and obviously you were around Plax. Plax was not a great practice player, right, if you really think about uh, practices with him and he showed up in the game. So hopefully Galladay can turn the switch on, man. We need him. We really need him to produce and, and help this offense out. And when we're thinking money, like there are a lot of guys, like Daniel Jones mm. is playing for a new contract. Saquon Barkley playing for a new contract. Yep. Does that go through guys' minds? Because I know week one, for week one for me, when I went from with the Giants to down to Miami, and I'm looking at it. I got in on a Sunday and then had to quickly learn as much as the playbook as I could because I played that following Sunday. I got down there thinking, like, this is my chance to get paid. So if, you, right. if you're a Daniel Jones, you got that big contract in front of you. How much of that you think is going through these guys' heads? I think you think about it. Once the whistle goes, though, you're just playing football. But, again, you know, you start to think about these things before and after games. During the game, obviously, it's a non-issue. But obviously, Saquon and Daniel are two guys that are playing for for extensions. And obviously, not just from the Giants, right? I mean, you can only franchise one of those guys. So we'll see which one it is. Hopefully, someone gives us the chance to franchise them, right? That's really what the Giants want. They yeah. want to have that decision to make at the end of the year. All right. And for the young guys we're talking about and the new guys in the locker room, it's kind of like, again, kind of like I said, me going down to Miami that year. It's like a prove yourself type thing if you have do you remember any stories of just guys coming in where it's like all right you've been with some 90 guys throughout the year throughout the preseason now the new guy steps in and it's like all right you got to have my six you got to have my back like you got any stories of new Dominic Hickson remember when Hickson came in everybody yeah, like, Who's you know that guy from the Broncos yeah he yep. came in and, and played well and then Dave Tollefson was a late ad that year uh, two guys who obviously we won Super Bowls with, and obviously I won two with them. Um, but two guys that kind of got traded for early in the season that came in and made an impact on the on the roster, mostly on special teams. So, um, you know, we'll see some of these young guys getting an opportunities on special teams. And, you know, to be honest, we'll see they weren't really good in the preseason, but you can't judge special teams in the, in the, in the preseason. There's so many different bodies and parts out there. But um, certainly Thomas McGahey will get those guys going this year. Get excited, Big Blue, and I want to hear your energy at the games because it is a new year. The Joe Shane, Brian Dable era is here. Giants football is here. And it all goes down Sunday, 425 Eastern in Nashville. It's Giants, Titans. Football is back, baby. 